With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 801 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live from the heart of New York City here in Manhattan. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by Ben Funky Askren. And this guy, fashion icon, Casca <laughs> Carney Loper, James uh, Dean Raider, and um, he's not holding anything back for Final X New York, and either yeah. either am I, either are we. And before we get into Final X New York, we, we had Final X Stillwater, and honestly, this Final X Stillwater prompted a major show, a major change. I think that's going to happen with FRL. Oh, what's I the change? Not, we talked about it. Oh, oh, we I got know. we got to get this thing on Monday. At some point, I don't know when. We got to figure it out. I haven't even told Tyler this. Who's listening? But at some point, we got to get Tyler. We got to make this a Monday show. I can't wait another day. <laughs> I got. In that case, Christian, we should have had Saturday because that event was Friday. You know what? We should be. We should have FRL every day. Is honestly <laughs> the where, is where I'm angling towards. But start with money. So the reason it's not on Monday. Currently, it's because back in the day when your boy was on the road every weekend, I was just like traveling every Monday. But now, not gone as much. So I think we should do it. I think we got to do it. So because Final X Stillwater was a take a palooza, so much happened. Take a palooza. Five matches went to a third and final decisive mm-hmm. match. And the thing I can't stop thinking about, the thing I can't stop talking about is. Seth Gross beat Dayton Fix. Yeah. That is wild. That is not something we were remotely entertaining. That's no, not we something anyone was remotely entertaining going into this. Um, yes. Someone who calls in on Wednesdays, I'm not going to give his name, said that Seth Gross had no chance whatsoever. And he, was he should probably get tased. He's, <laughs> uh, that would be quite a spark. Um, if that <laughs> but, um, uh... but anyway. I really want to talk about that, but Ben, why don't why don't Let's uh, talk about that? We will right now, Ben. I want I want your thoughts. Uh, I I think there's a, there's a lot of thoughts to go around there. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I I think we were justified in in being very surprised by it. I think Christian, you actually said he had a chance because Seth Gross was good when he gets to focus on one person or something to that effect. Um, but you know, I did write it off because number one, obviously, our match last year was completely lopsided, wasn't close. Number two, um, Seth was down twelve three against Jesse Mendez just a couple weeks ago. Mendez didn't even win U twenties for God's sakes. We and we're gonna talk about that, I'm sure. Um, and so just for all those factors, I, I just didn't think it was going to be close. Um, I thought Seth wrestled a really interesting style. I think he went down five zero every match. Um, he was down every match, not, not five, but he was down anywhere from three to five points. Yes. Early every match. He was down. every match. Um, Dayton seemed to kind of run out of gas and I don't want to make excuses Dayton. But in the second and third match, I thought Dayton had about four or sorry, sorry, Seth had about four or five calls go his way. And then all of the challenges went his way. And especially that last one. Now, here's the thing is, I believe Seth still would have been in the lead five five. But on no planet is that a takedown. And I am almost appalled that they called it. It's really funny because there's this to me, there's this um really interesting paradox in freestyle wrestling. Where, you know, so the, the rule is you have to get all the way behind him, right? And so there's some of these situations where guys grind it out and someone's holding on and the, the refs wait forever to call a takedown. And then there's some of these situations, like the one I'm talking about, where the minute that their hips cross behind, even if they're not gripping them at all, is two. And it's like, wait, he didn't, he didn't even have his hands on him. Like, his hand was headed towards the waist. His other hand was not on him. And as Seth was moving behind him, Dayton sits out. Um, so I just was like, I was almost appalled that one was two. Yeah, I, I thought that was definitely a questionable. I mean, I mean, I, basically all my thoughts are on the broadcast, right? And I, yeah, I, uh -huh. I did not think. Uh, and then the, uh, the one in the second match, they should have thrown the brick. I, I we should we should have these clip for highlights. But with Dayton, the way he swivels his feet to stay in bounds was like holy crap. So Dayton is on his it's four three. Dayton, he's uh, butt to the edge. Uh, his knees are down, and he swivels his feet so he does not touch out of bounds. And then he pushes Seth out, but they gave Seth the point to make it four to four. So. Um, Obviously, I think Dayton could have wrestled better matches, but there was a few that I was just like, wow, these calls, like, they're kind of rough. Do, you, do we have that? I Can mean, we bring that one up, you think, or no? Yeah, we're, 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 we're pulling it right one now. Uh, okay. We're pulling in the scoring highlights. I, I was so, – some of the calls I did think were terrible. So let, let me start with this. Before we get into, like, the nitty-gritty of the calls. Yeah. One, I thought Seth was going to lose. Two, then I heard – Seth Gross couldn't even get to Stillwater. Oh, yeah, this guy yeah, was supposed to be there two days before. He spends basically a day in the airport. He's cutting weight in the airport. And then he gets here late that night, and he's cutting through the night. I'm like, dude, you were already going to lose in my mind, and now you have all this you got to deal with? And yeah. I I just – I said, all right, man. I, I, I actually – I literally felt sorry for Seth. I was like – and he's not even gonna get it to put on his best show. And even if he could, he would lose. Yeah. And, and it's in Stillwater. And in the yeah, yeah, I didn't even mention that. It's literally in his home gym in Seth in Dayton Fix's home gym. So I, I was like, man, this is just stacking up the wrong way. And by the way, I haven't even mentioned the fact that he beat you 11 0 last time and it was not remotely. And, and, and even the first period, right? 
It, no, second, but it was oh, early, um, oh, yeah. early termination. <laughs> so, I, but the one thing I did say is that Seth did feel him and he's going to have a plan. Whether it's effective or not, I don't know. Yeah. Well, turns out it was really effective. And basically, he said he decided he was just going to pressure the crap out of him. Yeah. And and s- test his test his this sequence. Oh my god, so this that is sequence. Two. I don't know no, if it's our that's, best. But um, that oh, can we go back just like three seconds? Tyler? This sequence, the the just the, the back and forth scrambling was so awesome by both guys. Oh, one more sec, couple more seconds, couple more seconds. Oh man, sorry, Tyler. So how uh, dating time freeze right here. Dayton gets to the crotch, and he's in a really outstanding position. Seth hips over, puts him in danger. Dayton hips back up and then swims back in. Like, that, like, three-sequence thing, was that was awesome. Both guys, great job. Uh-oh. Now, this is not the uh... – This is – I actually thought – is this one that I thought was a takedown on the edge? There's one that they only gave uh, Dayton a push-out. I don't push know if out. the video. Tyler's, like, guess is – yeah, this is not the sequence, but um, yeah, there's the one in the beginning of the second match that I thought was for sure a takedown. Dayton had both legs and head outside, and Seth was on his butt. I was kind of surprised they didn't call that one a takedown also. Are you hearing me, guys? Yeah, was- I hear you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, maybe we, I mean, yeah, we should have had the, the video clipped a little better. I was, uh, is it that one? So I don't think anybody. Yeah, that one was five zero right there. Dayton didn't wrestle as well this weekend as he did twenty twenty one World Team Trials and Championships. Was that the outlier performance a year ago for Dayton, or was this the outlier performance? And the next time he gets on the mat, he returns to that form. Well, I, yeah. I what I would say is the the outlier. Look, it's very. It's much more likely that Stillwater was the outlier because. I mean, he he went basically two tournaments where he looked like that. It's just a lot of data points compared to, yeah, this is three matches in in a, a span of a couple hours. Yeah. That's that's my thought. So another, I mean, if we're going to talk about more things, more takes on this match, um, you know, I think this I, one of the things I talk about a lot is is uh, toolboxes and how many tools you have. I think two two of the tools that are um, highly useful against Seth Gross, Dayton Fix doesn't have right. So number one when Seth keeps diving in from the outside, having a good down block go behind and or reattack. And Dayton is so reliant on his, you know, scramble defense, which is generally really good. But, you know, um, Seth didn't really try to finish. He was just trying to kind of push out on most of them, which is obviously a good tactic. Uh, and then number two, shooting from space, you know, so so when Seth would get a more upright stance and kind of push in, and that was where we saw Mendez, right, took advantage. Mendez was able to fire. He managed really quick and was able to fire some doubles from the outside. And scored a bunch of points on Seth Gross like that. And Dayton just doesn't have either those, those things in his arsenal. So that was kind of, you know, obviously made it harder for him, a lot harder. Yeah. Um, it, the the other thing to discuss are the, the real confusion caused by the grounded calls throughout this. Oh, this has been so uh, – I feel like we've beaten this like a dead horse. Get rid of it. We haven't even talked about it. I mean – have no, ever- over the course of the last, it's been how long has it been a thing? It's been a thing for yeah, so many years. Uh, it, it very likely just cost someone a, a world team spot because of the the interpretation that was applied, which yeah. and it was an application. I would say 
is unique to Final X Stillwater and nowhere else in the world. Wait, so which part? Is, so here's how I think about it. Just, I'll just give you my take. Uh, my take is you don't know what the hell is going to happen. So when you're playing this game and you're on your knees, um, like you can't really be mad at any call because any call could absolutely happen. Um, there's maybe some that are a little more obvious, but kind of in all scenarios, I'm like, eh, it could go either way. Like we shouldn't be. That all, all you can go by is what what is written. The the written rule is is if there's a knee on the ground, you're grounded. But we know One that's knee. not how it's called. We know you absolutely know is not. I don't know like that. that. I no, no, I know that. I watch enough wrestling, Christian. You're lying because you watch enough wrestling. You know it is not called like. How that. many times have we said they could call grounded here? They could call one here, like on yeah, a call. It's really going to go either way. Christian, how many times have you seen someone on their knee give up a point? And the answer is hundreds, probably. Hundred, hundred, hundred. From front uh, head? I've, I've, now I've even seen caution, one plus caution in one. From front yeah, head. I actually like that application. I th- I think, well, what I'll, what I'll say is this. Dayton Fix is someone who has utilized the grounded rule to his advantage yeah. for years. And yeah. We have, actually, I, I sent it to Tyler. I don't know if he can even pull it in, but we have a like a like a grounded fix. scoring compilation and just how he's been able to use Thomas it. Gillen, he's this is not just date and fix compilation. It is um, it's it's international wrestling. We have like Asians in there. We have a, a variety of matches. Dude, we well, I, I mean, we know it's ridiculous. Yeah, this match was a lot of grounded. It's 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 a ridiculous um, rule which causes really bad calls kind of consistently, and that's why I'm saying like. It's hard to be surprised about any of it because it just you, it's it's a crapshoot, you know. Like you know, if you're trying to do that on the edge, it's like it's like flipping a coin. So kind of, I almost I almost think of it as whatever. Um, like the one that I got upset about are the the three that I would say would number one, the one where Dayton clearly doesn't go out of bounds and they call the push out, which Dayton's count corner didn't challenge, which was dumb, right? Well, no, uh, they didn't challenge that one. I I know that, but here's why. He was winning four to four. You don't challenge yourself out of the lead. I understand. Right? So, but I thought it was pretty evident that he, he didn't even go out. If they would have watched it, they would have realized he didn't go out. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, was that the one right there? Hold on. I think this is the one coming up. Okay. Watch it. No, this. it's when it's four three. It's for this uh, one's four three right now. Yeah. Right there. He pivots. That's the one right there. Go back. They yeah, give one. He doesn't yeah. go out of bounds. Tyler, can we do that, do that one again? Watch this one. He pivots now before that. All right, please, please, keep pause. And then. Okay, sorry. Uh, can we do slow motion? We need slow motion. Okay, it's coming up right here. So watch. He's going to pivot his knees and never go out of bounds. It's crazy how he did it. Pivots right there. He never went out of bounds. And they called the push out there. Like that one was really bad because he didn't actually go out. Now, if he actually went out, he probably was grounded. But I would, like, eh, you know, they, they call it whatever. Yeah, yeah. They have another angle. You guys had another angle on the broadcast, which is like from the side, like I from to the left. that side mm-hmm. to, to their left, and it was like, holy crap! He actually didn't go out at all. It was yeah. wild. Yeah, I mean, to, to your point, Ben, I, I get it. I, I get as as an athlete and a competitor, like that's got to be your mentality and approach to to grounding. Watch, watch this one. Boom! Oh my god! How did he not go out? It was wild. That one right there. Watch that one again. He doesn't touch out. It's freaking crazy. Oh, never mind. Here's another one. Right there. Yep. Oh, oh my God. How did he do that? That was some wizard stuff. Yeah. You're a wizard, Dayton. So and they gave one red on that. Yep. Yeah. So. That official one grounded. 
Yeah, the Matt official went grounded. Um, that was a wild ride, a, a lot of it. And I think, yeah, as as an athlete and competitor, I get your mentality, Ben. Like, you got to – and that's probably how you think about a lot of things. But I'm just thinking as someone that is trying to make people a fan of this sport, and there's a lot of obstacles that I think we put in our way. Yeah. And having needlessly confusing rules is really frustrating to me. And um, no, I think I- it's – Simple fix. I just kind of clear. I'm 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 all in favor of getting rid of it. Completely completely yeah. and fully. I'm not in yeah. I'm I'm saying at this point, we've been through this many years of it where it, it can go like one way the other coin flip. I'm not surprised by any of the calls on the edges. I'm genuinely yeah. not, right? So um but but you know what the other thing I'll say here here's my thought. Okay. Um what's and here's 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 what it was. To me, what stuck out is when they were giving points for what I thought was grounded, okay? That's how I see it, I would say, 95% of the time called. when And if you look at this compilation, it's pretty much that way. They're calling almost everything grounded um, for all this international, if you're, if you're watching, which is why the, the points for Seth did confuse me and surprise me. So while I know it has been inconsistently called, I'm saying – it, it skews toward me being frustrated that guys are just You're saying it only happens in America and, or is that what that they're calling no, it significantly saying, more in America? I'm saying, I'm saying, saying it, only in Stillwater. I'm saying it is pretty unique to final X Stillwater to call that many step outs from a guy that's on a knee. And if you can produce anyone, show me Fargo, show me I, Asians, uh, I don't have time to put a clip together for you, Christian, but I feel like it is. This is a challenge to America. I'm challenging America. (laughs) Someone do the work for me because I I really genuinely feel like there are so many. Kozak did the work with this whole whole compilation. He's looking at Asians. He's looking at U.S. Open. He's looking at There's not a lot of examples of guys on knees giving up a point. Really? I So, man, someone do the work. I don't have time to do that, but I feel like, yeah, I feel feel like. Well, moving forward now, Ben, I want you to. Have that in the back of your okay. mind. And when I'll it happens, if you watch a lot of wrestling, I watch a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we see it, see something, say something. Let's have it that. Because, oh, um, and I don't want to belabor the point too much. And I really, it's not even about Seth versus Dayton. It's more about, man, it's really consistent calls. But really, I mean, yes. I mean, the, the best the best thing is just get, get freaking rid of it. If we're neutral. Because yeah. then you, you would also... You would also probably just do away with ninety percent of the nonsense because the main reason they go to their knees is to, to try to be grounded. If yeah. you were, if there was no grounded thing, no one would ever go to their knees because it's not an advantageous wrestling position. Yes, I know. Um, it's so ridiculous because it's not like you can stop them from pushing you out, but you can uh, potentially game the rules, right? So anytime the rule encourages you to do the thing that's probably worse for wrestling is really dumb. So, yeah, if they just got rid of it, I think it would solve. If you are not in parterre, if a takedown has not been given or awarded, then then it's one. This yes. is- I, I, I'd be I'd be all for that. I'd be all for it. I think like I, I and I'll be honest, I don't like how Dayton uses grounded. I don't think it's cool, but he knows the rules. Yeah. And that's how he, he crafts. A, I don't think he crafts a, a style around it, but he knows if he's getting moved. He can drop down to his knees, and a lot of guys utilize that. I mean, D- David Taylor used it professionally against Hassan Yazdeh. Watch that Olympic final. Yeah, yeah. You know how many I times Dave, or, uh, David was down? 
go drops to his knees after the pressure for Giannis Donnie. He did it the entire match, Ben. Yeah, and no, I, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't call any, any once at any point. So that's that is how it is supposed to be called currently right now. If you are ground, if you're on your knee, you cannot give up a step out point. That yeah. is just just the rule as it's written and as it's typically interpreted. And it wasn't in Stillwater. Yeah. And I I I'm not gonna say it cost state in the match, but it well, yeah. Is there any way we can watch that last takedown? There's two that I want I would like to watch. The last takedown and the first takedown, first non-takedown of the the second match. Um, Dayton is only gonna piston and drops him down. And I I they initially I believe they actually initially called two and they they waved it off and gave a So one. yes, we can. Um Tyler Give me one minute. Yeah, okay, even the, just a picture of those sequences, because I think those were relevant also. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool the the first take out of the third match was really so like a kind of a which, sick little flurry there. Right? Isn't that when it was? was no, the first it was the first take down the second match, but it got not called a takedown. Got called as a push up point. Well, I'm talking about the one that was called a takedown for Seth. Which one was that? Where they're on the edge, out of bounds, um, and Dayton like kind of almost like sort of switches through. I don't know, it's sort of hard to describe, honestly. Okay. Um, well, we can pull that up too. I'm I'm blanking on it right I now. I thought we already talked about this literal exact scenario. I thought this is what you were oh, talking about. This is round this, three. This is round three. Okay. Do we have a takedown coming up soon? Um, should be. Oh, not, it, when it's not Seth this. the Merkel position. Uh, I mean, the other thing, if we're if we're gonna spend the whole show on this match, which I'm fine with, because it was uh, there's a lot of there are a lot of takes to your point, um, and maybe I should save this for after these takedowns. Is I don't I can't believe Dayton never switched as the matches went on to try to force a takedown versus just the pushouts because he could score so many points on top, right? After after those first two matches, when he kind of you know, mostly gasses out, right? Or he loses as, as it's going on. The third match, he should be like, I'm going to get this dude down. I'm going to gut his ass and get a bigger lead so he can't come back on me. You know, that, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. Okay. So here, it's that one. Um, it's at 625 in the file, approximately, um, Tyler. You go to 625. Winning the match. In the score. No, no. Just get in the best of three scoring highlight. Just go to 625. Uh, on the video file. I can't uh, see the video file. I need the match time. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, um, there's like... I see the match time, right, Christian? Just for that, right? No. 40, like 40 seconds left in match three. Oh, yeah. This, oh, and the out of bounds. Okay, that's what we're watching. Yeah, this one's good because it's um, this is ridiculous. No, it's right before I that. It's right before this. Yeah, this is, it's coming up right here. This one... He 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 passes think by him. Was... Hell no! He passes behind him for a split second. The the thing is, he's still winning five five, even if he doesn't get the takedown. Okay, watch this. He never maintains control for even a split second. Um, he oh, Dayton geez. sits out the second Seth goes behind him. Dayton sits out into it. Yeah, I I thought that was not a great takedown call. I did well. I didn't under. Watch I can this. say as he goes behind him, like maybe I don't. He's not behind him at all. There's. There's no way that's a takedown. This is ridiculous. You guys played it from a different angle and in slow motion. It was it was really good. Okay, watch this. Like he goes behind him, but the second he goes behind him, Dayton yeah, starts in the other direction. Like Look, there's not even a lock on him or anything. On the edge versus the center. That wouldn't have been called a takedown in the center. No yeah, way no that's way. a takedown. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, he never has a lock on him. He, his hands are very loose on his hips. I mean, like 
No way. Not even close. Now, Seth, Seth's still winning 5-5. Five, five. If you think about give him just a one-point push out there, he's still winning about 5-5. Five to five. You there? What do you think? Do you agree? Disagree? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a push out, right? Um, yeah. I was disappointed. That was yeah, good. I think so. I think there's... I think he's up on his feet and then drops in. But, man, I just don't think that's two. Um, Not two. So, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of, uh, you know, discussion about the calls in the matches. And when the margins are this narrow, it's hard to say that these, you know, the calls do determine the match. Mm -hmm. uh, whether they're right calls or not, I guess, is not for me to say. But I do have my opinions on them. All right. Um, can we go? Let's oh, – I want I – So, got... yeah, that was crazy. But I – but honestly, man – what? Go go ahead. Oh, I was going to switch switch gears. That Zane Jo call against Jo was so ridiculous. I was so I was annoyed for Jo that Zane wouldn't put his damn leg down. And I, you know, like six people brought up to me the following day at U twenties the same exact thing. Like Zane didn't put his leg down. He's the one that should have got penalized. They called they blew the whistle, put his damn leg down. I mean, no one should be penalized for that. No one should be penalized. Yet. I mean, uh, let, the th the threshold to give a point in in a match like that, the, it's got to be the bar has to be raised. It has to be agreed. It's, it's got to be. We're trying to pick our best wrestler to make the team. You can't give away a point based on nothing related to wrestling skill. You can't do that. Yeah. It's got to be beyond the pale, and. I saw it. Man, the most egregious one, and no one's talking about this one because Benji one? made the team. <laughs> Pat Smith, Benji Peak, match two. Well, hold on. You don't even know what I'm about to say. Oh, I didn't, I didn't really I'm watch not even talking about the singlet. I'm talking about, that was bad, that they just let Pat grab the singlet and they said verbal warning. Um, But at the, there's like literally 10 seconds left, maybe 15 and Benji is up by one, and he's actually scored points in this match. Unlike most Greco matches, this actually <laughs> this was the thing that happened. And at the end, after the singlet grab, there's like no time left, and they go caution in two for Pat Smith. Thank the Lord, it was not confirmed by the judge or chair, but the whistle was ready to basically declare Pat Smith the winner in this match. It was insane to me, and. I said it on the call. I'm like, I'm like literally shook up that we're making calls like this. Literally, I mean, that would have put Pat Smith on the team if that call had been confirmed. And the mad right, official yeah, asked wow. for it. He wanted it. He wanted Pat Smith to be named the winner. That's what you're saying. And ba based on what? Because they said he's like fleeing. Or he was right there engaged in the match. Um, just, okay. just so bad, so bad. Um, so which it and honestly that made the Jo Zane call not quite as bad i think in that scenario what what happened and what maybe people aren't remembering about the jo zane scenario was jo club the crap out of him uh maybe 20 seconds before i remember uh, that he got he got warned for that you warned so for that yeah you could say it's the accumulation of chippiness um that caused yeah but zane wouldn't put his damn leg down the whistle blew I know. Bro, I put know. his leg down. Why are you holding it still? Yeah. Like, man, it's just, it's, uh, you know, 
Zane's playing a little game there. He's playing some some mind games with him. I think that's you know, it's fine. It's not nothing. Not sorry. I spat a little bit. Um, oh, little spit. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, uh, it's gonna hurt JD. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. If someone holds your leg up, you probably should get to slap him. I mean, he didn't even slap him. He just kind of popped his Push chest because he wouldn't let his leg down. And the whistle had blown, and he held it, and he held it, and he held it, and um, yeah, I thought that was thought that was bad. But at, at the end of it, I I mean, it's hard to say. I feel like the I, I felt like Zane was the rightful winner there. Yeah, out of, Zane, out of, uh, I don't know, rightful winner. I mean, he there's a probably a pretty good chance he would have won without that call. Um, but you'd still like to see that call not happen and the match materialize as yeah. it should have. Um, I was kind of confused by J.O. sending it at the end of match one. That's not really something we've seen out of him kind of ever. It was a 3-3, and you know he tries that over-under body lock, and I'm like, eh, where'd that come from? Yeah, honestly, that was him getting to that hold was like, holy crap, but he needed to score there. Um, and so are you saying you, you thought – he would just walk him to the edge and get his point. Or are you saying you were? Just I, I was just shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. He was trying to execute mm-hmm. in that position because that's not a position we've seen him use. Like, I don't want to say never because never is a long time, but like it, highly infrequently. I've never seen Jordan go upper body in my life. No, hey, you're, you're you're kind of crowding JD out of the screen. You're like, kind oh, of, I'm not trying. Uh, so I'm get, I'm trying to get real close so I can uh, hear. Uh, oh, is that quiet? Or is it's it not loud? That quiet. Oh, it's loud. I got it's, it. We're in Manhattan. People are going to be listening to this and not be happy because they can probably hear horns. They're going to be driving <laughs> and think them. I actually have not heard any horns, guys. So I don't. Um, yeah, I haven't either. It's more loud, large trucks. Um, well, I can't really hear them. But anyway, so I, I think uh, you guys are good. Okay, cool. I, I was kind of eyeballing the comments. No one's like, I can't hear. So that's good. <laughs> better than in our. This is at least this is kind of New Yorky. It's not um in our room which can barely fit two chairs so um and we're going for it okay two chairs so jo zane also went three matches as we uh as we mentioned um mm-hmm. and match one was zane jo got it done and and there's another crazy call here um then in this zane jo one uh Wait, which one two, which call the two and two that was called Oh yeah, what was that? That was that was what I talked about earlier. Where Jo for half a second. Zay, yeah, that the, like sometimes they wait forever on these takedown calls, and sometimes it's like boom, like the minuscule second it happens, it's called. That was that was weird. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So Tyler, that was in match uh, two, and it's a minute and fifty or two minutes and fifty seconds into the file. It's a minute fifty left in the second period. 150 left in the in thank the god thank god that um that didn't change the outcome of the match because that was a atrocious call i mean yeah i like i said i sometimes it makes me feel like they wait so long on the takedown calls and then sometimes it's like uh un, it's literally before the takedown happens like like in the seth situation i don't actually think there was a takedown in this situation i don't think there was a takedown they were anticipating the takedown to happen and the second they thought it was gonna happen they went and just threw it up it was weird i mean but but Ben, I don't know that because you, you don't know that you don't know what. So it, this wasn't the call on the mat. The the call on the mat was not a takedown. Correct. The call on the mat was two for Jordan. That's it. Yes, but the it actual was, call that happened was two for Zane. 
right? The call by the review official was to Zane and then to Jordan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But it's it's not like a um well, I guess my point is what is your point? Yes. And what I'm saying <laughs> the call I guess is not every ref calls it that way. What? Not every ref calls it that way. Yeah. Um my my point is like it wasn't some in the moment quick snap thing. It was like they looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and said, No, this is literally a takedown. Um so I think you know when he sets on his hip, they're saying the second that hip it's a touches, grab takedown. it's uh, the second the hip hits, and there is yeah. there's no reaction time in in freestyle. Sure, but this is this is another one where I feel like this it just sure as hip may have hit, but there was not a, it wasn't a control. It, he didn't have control of him. Like yes, that sequence happened for like the the most minuscule of time, but it was never a oh yeah he's got control of him type of thing. So let's let's watch. Damn, can we watch it again? Uh, yeah, Tyler has it. I sent Sorry, him the, Tyler, we're making the time really hard this morning. You can pull it in. Um, so yeah, and then uh, no, the counter though was really uh, unique and good by by Oliver. He got the, I believe he got the exposure on it, right? Yeah, he stood yeah, up was, and butt back into him. It was slick, but um, and I'm actually offended by you, Christian, because you said um. Uh, I think it was this match where he was doing that stand on his head defense, and he said the first time you ever saw it was Yanni, and you need to, you need to go ahead and retract that statement because you know who did Jose it. Jose Ben Askren here in New York City, and I think Yanni was watching that match. I mean, this is a little little pipsqueak. Yeah, you're right. You're He's right. A ten year old or so at that point in time. There was something different about how he like pat like it was. Yeah, I don't know. Yanni was, I mean, so yeah, the difference would be I grabbed like I it. grabbed the opposite ankle and tripped, and Yanni grabs the same one. Yeah. So it's a, it is a little different because I'm catching him moving and I trip into him. And Yanni goes down and catches the same one and then pushes back, you know, obviously with his hips on his upper body, but pushes back and, and catches him and falls and makes him fall backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah really, it is a little different, but kind of the same concept of using your head to balance as your hand grabs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll really. do all due respect to the funky <laughs> one. Uh, okay. So, but then again, uh, r- regardless of the call and the one, it's like, it's a separate thing from, you know, the main point, which is that Zia Zane looked a little more repaired, had a, prepared, looked like he just had a little better game plan for, for Jordan. And, and ultimately it's, it's a common thing with, that we find ourselves asking after Jordan's matches is like, why doesn't he go sooner? Why does he wait? Why doesn't he, you know, let it rip a little bit more? Now there's a horn. Um, Heard that. So I, that, that was kind of what I was thinking throughout, but Zane could reliably get to that single leg pretty effectively. And he was finishing well on Jordan. Um, it's, it's a, they could go three out of five, five out of seven. I think it's, it's probably just a one match difference. Uh, those those two are just so close. Yes, agreed. Okay. Um. So, congrats. Uh, at the end of it, congrats, huge congrats to both Zane and Seth for for getting wins in to the other guy's basically home gym. Certainly Dayton's and Jordan's former home home uh, gym. I really impressive. Uh, other relevant uh notes Jaden Nate Jaden Nate, Jayden Nate. Uh, I, I was surprised that uh 
Nate was able to get a win. He said he was going to, and that was, I, t- I thought Nate looked really good. I was really impressed. I was impressed. I was also, you know, com- it to, to me, every time Jaden went, it seems like he scored, but it, it do- didn't happen much. He wasn't. I like he really didn't have a sense of urgency, even down in match two late. Mm-hmm. No. He just kind of conceded it. I felt that way a little bit. Um, but he figured it out in, in match in match number three, which, you know, g- good response there. But it, it, as good as Nate Jackson looked, it did have me concerned. I don't think that was – and Jaden, I think, conceded it himself. Like, man, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, wasn't my best, but, you know, I won. Um, that was my main takeaway is that – It's going to be in the back of your head, though, in a world. Absolutely, especially after, you know, his loss to Iran. I was kind of – it was sort of a similar thing. You're like, man, it feels like if he went a little earlier, if he went a little bit more, that guy can't wrestle with him. That he'll beat him. But when it doesn't happen, you don't win. You don't get to win. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. He's got a lot of time before between now and Serbia. But um, and but not taking anything with Nate Jackson either. Yeah, I, I feel like that's been. Plan. I thought he looked great, but um, I don't know. I. I left thinking not not Jaden's best. Yeah, I think that's the criticism we've had of Jaden forever, right? Is that he just doesn't? Yeah, I mean, kind of like Jo when we talked about them both last week. He just doesn't like attack frequently enough. Is that? I don't know what happened. Well, what happened? What's up? Are you there, to, Ben? I'm here. We lost you for a sec. You're back now. You're back. Oh, they're not back. Oh, okay. they are back. You talk. Then if I go, you gotta, you gotta go. I'll, I'll monologue the rest of the show. Don't worry about it. Um, no, I guess so. If I had to go somewhere else, so uh, let's talk about Gilman Arusha. I called it. You didn't. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, Gilman well, just, just a hold little on. too much. What do you mean? I said he was gonna whoop his ass. He whooped his ass. I don't know what to tell you. I, I guess, I guess no. Ultimately, I picked him to win. Uh, so, you know, I was right. I, I did give maybe a little more credit than I should have yeah. uh, to Vito, which, you know, fine. Yeah. That's okay. But I thought at least one match was going to be close. I thought match one was going to be close and Thomas was going to take over in match two. That, not even that was the case. Yeah, I I, yeah, I thought they were going to be a little more. And now, all that said, Vito had some nice moments, but like a nice moment yeah. is meaningless against thomas gilman's barrage because and thomas just, just so much man there you know what i was more impressed by than anything is thomas had uh, quite a few sequences um where i thought he was where Vito put him in trouble and thomas was able to find his way out so i think his scrambling has been getting a lot better also i mean there was some really like wow that was real nice like that sequence from kind of from both parties but you know thomas was in trouble and ended up giving up no points so i think there was one even where he ended up getting the takedown where I think his leg was up in the air and he had a scramble and, and it was just like some really nice sequences um, from, from both parties. But Gilman has just gotten a lot, lot better than he was. It's, I think that's, that's where we need to put it. Yeah. And I, I think that match just shows how limited Thomas was by the injury. Well, I don't know if it necessarily shows that, but, the injury was way more of a factor. And he alluded to this after he won. He's like, 
you know, Vito said that he was, he was really close with me. He's like, I had a broken foot, man. It's like, yeah, no disrespect, but I'm a, I'm a different guy mm-hmm. when, when I'm healthy. And James Green had a tweet, which I thought was interesting. He's like, Gilman's one of those dudes where he's going to be the guy until he, until he doesn't want to be anymore. Like, it's just, wow. he's on that kind of a level. And Dang, James Green's writing Spencer Lee off. I know that. I, and you know what? It's like, for Thomas, he's he's always having to hear about these names that are not there. Yeah. Nick Suriano. And he alluded to this. Like, he's like, he and he thanked Vito for, for coming and, like, yeah. being one of, because there's a lot of, he's basically was like, there's a lot of people that talk about other wrestlers what he actually shows up to matches. And I think he's, I think if you're for Gilman, you know, now he's a world champion Olympic bronze and maybe it doesn't, doesn't bug him, but it's always these hypotheticals. I mean, Spencer Lee, Spencer Lee, Spencer Lee hear about, and everyone knows why Spencer is not wrestling right now, but even like 2018, 2019, you know, he wasn't in the mix, right? Spencer. Yeah. Um, Soriano wasn't in the mix most of the time. He basically only entered. So I think he is kind of like all this talk. I'm entering these tournaments every single time. And, you know, this, it's me. Right. And that, yeah. Well, Spencer's going to have his say at some point, we think, we hope, um, it does feel like Gilman till proven otherwise. Uh, no, I, I, I agree. I think, um, um, I, I think it'll be interesting when Spencer comes back, but yeah, I think it's Gilman. And I think even if, you know, the rumors were that Spencer was getting better of him in the Iowa room, even if that were the case, Gilman has gotten so much better now in the last say 18 months. Um, I'm not sure that it matters that Spencer is getting better. Of him. If, if that's true. I don't know. I was in the room. If that was true, I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah, someone, someone was telling me it. I don't know. I'm not even gonna say it. Um, I'm not even gonna say it about say about it. You. No, don't do that yeah, on right. radio. You gotta say it. Okay. All right. Here's what it was. Basically, the Gilman is actually not that much better than he was. And point to who he's beaten. That's elite. That was that was the point. No, that was. Uh, um, um, are we gonna? So, are we just discounting the world championships in the Olympics, or what? Or what? That's what this person was basically. This person like. doesn't count the Olympics. He said, "Who did he beat at the Olympics?" He's like, he almost beat Agoyev, but beat Uzbekistan. Gas from a weight cut. He Both beat those eight- dudes were really good. That the, 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 I, I yeah, obviously had to pull the bracket up. I don't remember the names. Both those dudes that. that he beat were really good. Yeah, he beat the Iranian who was scared of him. Um, and he kind of beat him up a little bit too. Killed him. Killed him. And when really it wasn't competitive. And a Gilman in 2019 um, is just not, he's not doing that. No. He's not. Period. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think so either. Just, it was just a theory. Bad out take. There. Bad I'm not take. saying I might be jealous, but, but it was something that was, that was told to me. Um, I, th- I think he looks great. I, th- I think he looks like he's going to win another world title. Especially um, with no Russia there, who's going to beat him? India, Ravi Kumar. Oh man, we got communist JD in the background now. No, I'm communist. <laughs> asking who could. That's that's going to be a great match. Yeah, Ravi Kumar. I say, and Ravi can endure out. the uh, the pace. I think. Oh, Gilman's going to gas him out. The Indians are they go hard. They go hard. 
cutting too much weight. Gilman's going to gas him. Uh-oh, did I lose you guys again? I hope so. Sometimes I click over um, to the uh, – I, I click over to the – yeah, I was clicking over the international rankings this time, and then you guys are quiet for a second. I'm like, oh, did I lose him? Uh-oh, now he's muted. I can't hear him. Mute yourself, Christian. I can't hear you. CP, leave oh, the call. Then I'm take here. Over. I just secretly okay, tell JD mind. something. Oh, dang it. Secrets. How rude. Okay, let me see where I'm going to see where Ravi Kumar is ranked. Ravi Kumar, number three. And then there's oh, there's four bad. Russians in the top six. That's it. Yeah, these guys got no chance. Gilman's probably going to win the world title. Are they done? They're staring at me. Do they want me to talk more or what? Keep going, Ben. Okay. Right, I'll keep going. Um, Oh, he's back. Ben, can you? Semi. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. I'm here. Um, Why don't we... Um, I thought this was like... Can I, this... I think tomorrow we can have a more substantive show. Okay. Um, hopefully at uh, the arena. I think that would be better. Um, yeah. Hey, I like this one question. We at least got our it's takes really off. Funny. Um, it's a really funny question. We didn't even talk about U20s. I'll just cut. So cut we're going to go. Cut, cut their show. Talk. I'm going to talk about U20s time the whole time. 10 o'clock a.m. No, uh, no just Standard cut them off, time. Tyler. U20s are so uh, much fun. So you guys don't want to talk about it. And Ben, I don't even Can know he not hear me? This. this could just, the show. Can he not hear me right now, Tyler? Ben, keep oh. going. I'll, I'm kicking them out. You can keep going. <laughs> oh, by myself. Christian Piles, he's not going to be able to handle this. Um, dang, you know what? So Christian got frustrated because we couldn't be on. Um, so Christian can listen to this. I thought the Melly Velti and Forrest Malnari matches were awesome. Um, Mallory killed her matches one and three, and then obviously in match two, Molinar was able to get a win there. Uh, that sequence was uh, that that series of matches was a lot of fun. Um, we didn't even talk about the U20s, so much fun there. I, I do feel like Tyler, I feel like I should just uh, I should end it and I should let Christian and JD have their say also. So, yeah, um, we should probably end it. You can go ahead and cut, guys. I'm go. sorry that I'm sorry that. Their feed wasn't working that good from New York City. I promise tomorrow we're better. And I promise we'll talk about the U20s in addition to Final X New York City, as well as the matches we did not talk about from Final X to Water. And there was one funny question. I'm going to leave us on a funny question. I thought this was hilarious because someone did send me a little, uh, <laughs> a little snapshot of Ferrari talking. Um, they're cutting it, though. Uh, Wicked Scepter says, is Mr. Fastwitch auditioning for a role in the prequel to Eastbound and Down? From his interview on Flow, I think he could play a pretty convincing young Kenny Powers. And um, <laughs> that's a hilarious question. I actually loved Eastbound Down. I was Kenny Powers for Halloween, maybe 2011. I was I was living in Tempe at the time. So um, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there, I was Kenny Powers. Maybe 2009 even. That was funny. We need to dig up that photo. Oh man, I, yeah. Um, I should try. I, I don't take, I'm not good at photos. My wife maybe has the photos. So I'll, I will see if I can find me as Kenny Powers. I, I did the kind of mullet gimmick there, 2009 uh, maybe. We'll go with that. So guys, have a good day. We'll be better tomorrow. Uh, better feed and everything. Peace.